This week on the podcast, Carrie and I are joined by our friend Curtis, and we are talking all about Disney's Investor Day, all the announcements that came out, and what we're most looking forward to. Stay tuned to find out. Hi, I'm Francine, and you're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast, a podcast where our first topic of conversation will always be Disney. I've been a Disney fan for as long as I can remember, and I'm determined to bring more of that Disney magic into my everyday life. So if you need a little extra pixie dust in your day, you've come to the right place. Thanks so much for listening, and let's get started. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. Hey, Carrie. Hello. Hello. We have our friend Curtis with us again this week. Hi, Curtis. Hi, ladies. How's it going? Good. We're happy to have you back. It's been a little while since you've been on the podcast with us. I know. I feel like it's been like since the summertime. I think we were talking about the reopening of Disney and all that. Yeah. Now we are now we are like six months six months later, and Disney's back full swing here in Orlando. It's so exciting, and you are heading into your first holiday season as a married man and a permanent Florida resident. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had I had different expectations going into 2020, knowing that, you know, I was going to be moving here. But unfortunately, like everyone else, we've had to evolve and, you know, make make good of what's happening right now in the world. Um, but we've managed to go to Disney a few times. We were at Epcot last week and, uh, you know, trying to get in those little Christmas, you know, here and there, gone to, gone to a few resorts. Uh, so, you know, just just going with that and making some new traditions as long as we go as well. It's so exciting. It's and I'm so excited for you that this is the the big holiday season because this is your favorite, right? Oh yeah, I you know, I'm a Christmas baby. My birthday's 2 days before Christmas, so as long as I can remember, I was always, you know, begging my parents to decorate the house for Christmas and then, you know, as I was able to work, I worked at a very large uh, you know, corporation that most of their merchandise evolves around Christmas. So then there was that. So yeah, I've always I've always loved Christmas for as long as I can remember. And you've been collecting stuff for a long time, like the Christmas stuff. Like when do you, when, like when did you first start collecting Christmas Um, things that are your own? Because you have your own, you have your own Christmas collection of things. I do. Yeah. So um, I actually grew up, my mom would always get me some sort of Christmas decoration. Most of the time it was like a nutcracker from like Pier 1 Imports or, you know, like one of those nicer nutcrackers. So um, thanks to her, I have, you know, a nice collection of that. But then I mean, it wasn't really till 20, like 13, 2014 when I actually started working in retail and I worked at uh, a retail store that sells Christmas stuff six months out of the year. Uh, so that's really when I started. And, you know, when you're around it all the time, you just, you just want to buy it all. So that's what kind of happened. So you worked for, you worked for Christmas decorations, Christmas Basically, collectibles. Yeah. 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 Because it's, your house is like kind of over the top in decorations. Yeah, I, have garland, I have garland everywhere. I have a few Christmas trees. I have a Christmas tree dedicated to Harry Potter. I normally have a Christmas tree decorated to Disney. Um, but those decorations are still back in Canada. Um, but yeah, I, I go all out. So this year you have a couple of trees and you have certain parts of the house decorated right? I do. So what yeah. will you do when you have all of your stuff? Like what, what is the plus, what's the plus and up what you currently have? Cause your, <laughs> your, your Christmas decor in your home is beautiful. Like it, it's just, it's everywhere, but it's like, it looks like it's from a magazine. It's 
So to me, yeah. it looks perfect. So Thank what on you. earth? What on earth would you add? Like, would you just you would would you do more of it? Like, it would be in more, more rooms, more, or would you more trees, more decor in every single room on both levels of the house? Um, I have a lot of like knickknacks and stuff that make music and dance and interact with one another. So you know, a lot more things to play with and light up the house. I guess you would say. Um, definitely, I can't wait to have my Disney tree back because I missed that. Um, but yeah, definitely just more. I, I do like to keep it tasteful as much as possible. Um, but you know, it'll you just mean be more. it might be a little? It might be a little more kitschy next time with all of your stuff. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see what my husband has to say about that. Because <laughs> we, we definitely have, we definitely have different opinions when it comes to what we like when it comes to decor. And I feel like this year we've definitely managed to create something that we both like and both enjoy. Um, so we just got to keep doing that and you know keep building on it. So does he love the holiday decorations as much as you do, or is he, one he, of you sort of more more into it than the other one? I think, well, like, as I'm sure you ladies know, being Canadian, we don't really have a holiday after Thanksgiving in October. Um, so we're used to right after Halloween. I mean, we have Halloween, but um, right after Halloween, we're used to probably decorating a couple of days after. Um, that's what I grew up with. Santa Claus Parade, usually the second Saturday in November. That's when we started decorating. Whereas here, you know, there's Thanksgiving in the end of at the end of November, so a lot of Americans don't start decorating till after that. Well, there's no way I'm spending hundreds of dollars on decorations every year and not decorating until almost December, the beginning of December. Much. No, 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 so, that won't that won't do. You must start earlier. <laughs> right, right. So I did have to twist his arm when it came to that, but you know, it, that's what happens when you have a Canadian and an American trying to figure out those Christmas traditions together. That's so fun. And it's so exciting. Yeah. So it's your it's your first year celebrating that. First year as a, firm, a permanent Florida resident. And that must be a little different with the, the temperatures and, and, yeah, and being I mean, so, so close to the parks, so close to Christmas. Like, it's it's so different. Yeah, I mean, you, you ladies can see I'm wearing a spirit jersey. We've been, it's been kind of chilly here the last couple of weeks. It's been getting, it, it has. Like, it's I think, been I think we'll don't... revoke your Canadian citizen card here <laughs> if you're saying it's chilly in Florida. <laughs> I, I mean, like, your listeners probably travel, you know, Florida different times of year. So some people probably experience the cold, um, but it, it can get cold. Like the other day I was sharing on my social media, we had frost. I had to cover my palm trees and my plants that I had in my backyard. <laughs> oh, you poor thing. You had to cover your palm trees. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's just, it's something to get used to. And I think um, one last thing is I'm not working right now. My husband, you know, he's working. Um, but this is probably going to be the only year that we're not traveling or hosting family because, you know, our family spread out all over North America, basically. So we're definitely taking that opportunity to you know, do things a little bit different this year as, you know, next year we'll probably be traveling or having family members here. What a great opportunity. I mean, you know, COVID is awful, and but it has offered some great opportunities for people to slow down or do things a little different and, and for you to settle into your new life there. Right. And I think with COVID even, I'm sure you, you ladies might even notice this in Canada. Like I've been to a few like depart or, um, hardware stores and stuff like that and like all the christmas decorations are like empty like they mm -hmm. are like you know we're still a couple weeks away from christmas and people are just buying and decorating their homes just to make that a little bit extra 
you know, magic for everyone driving by or, um, you know, it's just this year everyone's decorating. Yeah, I heard that on the radio last night when I was driving that they were saying certain, they were talking about certain companies and how their sales are up like 20% or 30%, like the companies that that, um, provide those types of things, like the outdoor decorations and and the artificial trees and all that stuff. Everybody's all in. Except the the couple, the Bahambugs. Like, like, carry it. Maybe one year. Maybe, maybe next year, right? Yeah. I might just have to fly. I might just have to fly up there and decorate your home. I used to, I used to always put up a tree and for our traditions, because my birthday's at early December, I always, when we were growing up, wanted to put the tree up on my birthday weekend or close to my birthday. So I was always at the start of December is when I'd put my tree up and I used to put it, put a tree up, but with all the cats, like even adult, my adult cats sit in the middle of the tree and you're like, really, you're not a kitten. And so what I do now is I put up a ceramic tree. I have a little ceramic tree and there's been some years where I haven't done the ceramic tree, but the last couple of years I'm like, Carrie, just put up your ceramic tree. It's a retro white ceramic tree where I put the red and green lights on it. And I was thinking the back in the, like when I used to put up my Christmas tree and I would decorate the house a little bit, I actually put my ceramic tree in my bathroom because I have a really long, like I have a long counter in the bathroom. So I would like clear off one air, put everything away and I'd have my tree glowing. And when people would come over for over the holidays, like my bathroom would be nice and tidy and then have this beautiful tree glowing in my bathroom. So Curtis, I used to put decorations up all over the place. Like again, retro Christmas tree in my bathroom. But now that's my main my main Christmas tree. The cats can still gnaw on the plastic uh, lights, and and they will oh if they God. get the gumption to do that. My one cat mittens will definitely chew on them, but um, but that's all I can well, do. And I don't know that I'll ever not have cats. Like I guess if I ever had, well, like I know right now, now he, I do. He behaves. Yeah. I mean, it depends yeah. on your cat. I mean, we uh, we put our tree up like maybe a week before we decorated it, just so that Teak would kind of get used to it. But he's still gnawing on the garland and the, you know. But we have the spray that we spray on the branches, and it keeps him away. So you have to send me the link to that. I might have to buy that for like certain parts of my house. Spray yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. Send me the link. I'll put it in the show notes because I'll bet <laughs> you there's other people that are like, hmm. So it's a safe spray for cats, but they just don't like it. Right. It's like a cider based vinegar i think so um they they can consume it and it doesn't do anything to them but they don't like the smell Mm. so yeah i need that i i was a bad cat dad and um i have like this really expensive harry potter tree skirt and um i kept like every morning i'd wake up and there'd be little christmas things on the tree skirt i'm like what is going on so it turns out we put we put a camera there uh teak was sleeping underneath the tree at nighttime so i was a bad cat I was a bad cat dad and I wrapped some empty boxes and I stuck them at the back of the yeah, tree so, so he can. couldn't sleep under the tree. Nice. That's what we do with Becky's dogs. My sister's dog, same thing. They would be underneath that tree and tear it down, quite honestly. So there's, she has decorative boxes that, that look like gifts. They're just empty boxes. They're storage so boxes. Stay away. And we, idea, we stuff them under the tree so the dogs can't get there. And I mean, like, People listening to this podcast and you ladies as well, like we collect these ornaments from Disney and theme mm-hmm. parks and they mean stuff to us. So, you know, we want to display them. Like I know your sister Becky has a beautiful tree full of Disney ornaments mm-hmm. and you want to make sure that the, the pets aren't breaking them because a lot of them Disney puts out for a year and then you can't get them again. Exactly. So I'm sure I'm, I'm sure a lot of listeners will relate to that. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. And we did put out, so I put out on social media for anybody listening um, to send us, Carrie and I were doing an episode, right? But so the next one is about how we bring some Disney into our holidays. And we've asked people to send in voice recordings so that we can like little clips that we can include in the podcast, just about how how they bring a little Disney to their their holidays. And uh, yeah, so we're getting some messages about about their holiday traditions which is kind of fun and maybe i'll have to send you some photos of my previous disney decorations as well as current holiday decorations so you can share those with the listeners because i'm sure they would be interested to see how we each decorate our homes for christmas yeah that would be (laughs) awesome that would be fantastic yeah carrie's ceramic (laughs) tree we'll put that in (laughs) we'll just put a picture of like friends like an, an empty wall I have nothing. Well, There's because be I decorate something. it, I decorate it my sister's and that's where True. we spend Christmas Day. So that's I used fair. to put up a tree, but I, I just, I don't have the energy. Um, but this, this episode, we were going to talk. It's not about Christmas. It wasn't even about Christmas, but we had to talk about it's that. It's still because the thunder of our future, it. of our next episode. <laughs> I'm, I'm your little, I'm, I'm your little elf. Let's be you honest. Are. Yeah. Like Curtis has amazing Christmas decorations. Uh, but we actually wanted to talk this week about wait a the minute, Disney- wait a minute. How could we? Know? But we couldn't have Curtis on without talking about Christmas. No, like, we couldn't. Like, right. that so been- we shouldn't be surprised that we had we talked a little bit longer with Curtis about Christmas because, like you said, he is our elf. He's our little Christmas elf. He brings us Christmas joy because we don't because <laughs> we're the Grinches. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry to interrupt. We are total Grinches in comparison to Curtis. That's for sure. The we wanted to talk this week about the Disney Investor Day. So when because this we, pod- we needed a younger perspective. Well, that's literally we were talking about that, right? <laughs> so Disney Investor Day happened when this podcast last week, and really there were so many announcements, so much going on, and we were talking about, it, and then it, like there was so much that was announced that probably went I, I don't want over my head, or I, I was like, huh. I don't understand what these things are. And and we all have such different perspectives about what was announced. So this is really, they call it Investor Day. Uh, It's not their earnings release, though, because their earnings release was in November. This is sort of like when I watch it, it's really more about their direct-to-consumer brands and things that they're doing. So Disney Plus, like all of those kind of streaming platforms. They talked a little about their results, but... Really, it was like a, I almost want to say like a three-hour commercial about yeah, everything was, to was, come. It was crazy. Um, I think I, my husband and I, we actually FaceTimed our friend in the UK, and we kind of did like a little group watching session so we could see each other's reactions because we knew there was tons of announcements coming out. Oh, what um, a great yeah, idea. It like, yeah, it was like four hours of just announcement <laughs> after announcement. I'm sure Carrie... You watched it. I'm sure it kind of reminded you of like a D23 panel where you get those big announcements. Yeah, for sure. It, and I don't think like they don't like they wouldn't regularly do a four hour thing like this. Like, I think this they needed a vehicle to kind of get some of this information out. Right. Like maybe they right. would give snippets of things. But yeah. I don't right. think they would regularly do this because they haven't had any. There would probably be there'd probably be the D23 in Expo in Japan or there'd mm-hmm. be things or however like whatever star wars celebrations and things like that or or wherever where they would give out information so they did such a good job selling all this the stock went up over 20 dollars in a day like 13 percent 
day over day. That's how well they did packaging this. In the midst of COVID, the Walt Disney Company, with parks that are closed and have been for months, their stock went up over $20 in a day. That is the master of storytelling. <laughs> I, think, I think it's also like you, you look at all the other streaming, uh, like the streaming services out there. This is like, you know, every big studio is coming out with a streaming service, right? And, you know, Disney knows how to, Disney knows how to start to tell their stories. They've been doing it since, you know, almost a hundred years ago. So, um, you know, they know what they're doing and they're, they're doing an amazing job. I think they made like over a hundred announcements yes, or the other day. And like 80% of the announcements are going right to Disney plus. It's so I don't like overall watching that. And, and normally I don't know whether it's because of COVID like normally I would just get the summary. I would never sit and watch like a three and a half hour presentation. I don't have the, you know, I don't have the attention span for that. But yet I did. And I, I have to tell you that it came as like a, like an, oh my, I, it was the Disney I needed. So I haven't been to the parks in 11 months. It's, it's like, it's killing, like it, it's an ache that, that I can't explain. But I felt watching that all of the Disney feel good magic that I feel in the parks watching that those announcements, like how they talked about storytelling, how they referenced Walt, how they talked about all the great things they're doing and how excited they are and the people behind the scenes. Like it was just, was it just me? Cause like, I got a, like I had a lump in my throat at many parts throughout that. I, 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 I was very excited. I think, you know, we are, we're also just coming off the first anniversary of Disney plus and we knew that it was going to be such a big thing for years to come. But I think that this like was like, Oh my goodness! Like this is this is going to be huge. Like eighty six million subscribers within the first year. Like that's yeah. crazy. That's far far beyond what they were expecting. So as a Disney fan, like I'm excited because that just means that they're going to continue to um, invest in Disney Plus, and we're just going to continue to get amazing content as we learned the other day. Yeah, like when you think their original estimate for 2024 was between sixty and ninety million, they're at eighty six in the first year. Well, didn't they have, they had 10 million people sign up on the first day because yeah. there's all the crazy Disney folks like us that are like... the cra- Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot of crazy Disney we'll folks pay like us. Yeah. Well, and they are... So they did announce that they're increasing the cost. They, they did slip that in. Um, that they're increasing the cost a little, but it's for the value that we're getting. I have no issues. I have no issues whatsoever. And it's not just because I'm a Disney fan. I have paid more for less value. I find for me, I always think like even with things like, like uh, with Netflix, for example, like a season, a season of Cobra Kai or a season of Stranger <laughs> Things, just one of them to me, I feel I get my value of what I pay annually for that service. So, like if something's really, hey, don't tease me about Cobra Kai. <laughs> we're I'll talking take- about streaming services. I knew you had to slip in Cobra Kai somewhere. I so, knew the it thing- had to happen. The thing with Disney Plus is the same thing, right? Like there's so like even the 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 Imagineering story and and some of those little things. Like just even if I watched a few of those things that they brought out originally and I hadn't watched anything else, I would have felt I had my my value of what I paid what I paid annually for that service. Like and then it just mm-hmm. gets better because there's so much stuff. There's yeah, just go and it's going to get better because there's they've announced so many cool things. Now we can't go through everything they announced because then we'd be it would be an awfully long podcast and everybody It'd be a can, four hour podcast. 
Right. And people can people can check it out online. Um and I'll I'll link to the the video in the in the show notes. But I wanted to get what are you guys most excited about? So if we go through all the stuff that they announced and all the things they're like, what are you excited about? And like, I know I have mine, and which is, as I was going through the list of things I was excited about was one of the reasons I was like, you know, maybe we need someone with a, 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 a younger perspective because, <laughs> because all of my stuff is probably geared to uh, the older listeners. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to hear what you guys think. So Curtis, you're the guest on, on the show today why don't you, you want me to start yeah i want you to start carrie you think that's good right. let's get let's like yep. curtis start because i think you and i probably so, have similar yep. <laughs> so i have i have like a top five six that i could discuss um but i have to say number one when it was announced we didn't get much information but hocus pocus 2 is officially happening Yes, I knew you would be excited about that when I heard it. <laughs> when it was announced and when that logo popped up on the screen with that little bit of, I don't know if it was like a teaser music or what, I I freaked out. And it's been rumored for a while that Midler, Kathy Najimy, Sarah Jessica Parker, not confirmed to be coming back, but they've all said their, their things, but they've seen the script, they like it, they want to do it. So I, I, I'm hoping that they come back. It wouldn't be a sequel without them. So you know, hopefully, hopefully we'll see them again. That would be fun. So, yeah, I wonder how that would play out, even if they don't come back to sort of quote unquote star, but they showed up in it. That would be that would be there's no cool. way you could have you could have Hocus Pocus 2 without Bette Midler playing Winifred. There's no way. I, I, <laughs> Hocus Pocus, not I, I think I've said before, not my favorite. Um <laughs> Maybe maybe part two will be will speak a little more to me. Maybe. I'm hoping so. Maybe. What else are you excited about, Curtis? So number two would be two the is, little. So. No, I don't. Little Mermaid. <laughs> so Disney. So I just want to say a few of these. Like my top six, five out of them. Five of them are going to Disney Plus. But uh, Little Mermaid is going to be a theatrical release. Um, this has been going, they've been working on this for a while. I think pre COVID they, they recorded all the songs and they were getting ready to actually record it. Um, but you know, as COVID has disrupted everything, I don't know when this movie's coming out. They didn't give us a release date. Mm-hmm. And what I'm most excited about is Rob Marshall, who directed Mary Poppins Returns into the woods is actually coming back to direct this, this live action remake. Um, so I'm excited about that. And they're going to be using all the original songs. Plus, Plus new Alan ones. Minken. Alan Minken is com- coming back with Lin Manuel Miranda to write some new songs. So I knew that. Would I don't be know. And, Mel- and <laughs> Melissa McCarthy is playing <laughs> Ursula. Yeah, I think she's going to be great as Ursula. Yeah, I'm. I that's just like a a movie that I I will be the first one in line to see Me it too. when it comes. That's out. definitely um that like I that one was sort of a tie for my number one for sure. Little Mermaid. Yeah. Live action, even um, though I don't necessarily love the live actions, but that one because Little Mermaid's always close to my heart, and and yeah, that the new songs and the cast and it's gonna. I be- hope they bring back Jodie Benson somehow. I think that would be cool if she they could should. do a cameo. I'm sure that she should. They should keep it a secret. And I'm also, I'm also <laughs> really intrigued. If um, I don't know if you remember, but in Mary Poppins Returns, there was like the scene where they went in the bathtub and yes. they're under the water. So, so I wonder if that was kind of like Rob Marshall's test to see how he would 
deal with water. Like, because you, when you think about Little Mermaid, most of the movie takes place underwater. So I'm I'm really intrigued to see how they're going to pull that oh, off. Oh, I never even thought of that. See, you're so... Th- see, <laughs> I don't know, Carrie, about you, but I'm like, yeah, I'm excited about this. And then that's it. I don't think about how they might have tested water here and done all those things. I don't I don't think that in that through. That's a good point. Yeah. So that's that one. We don't have a release date, but it'll it'll be here soon, I'm sure. So going to my number three, this one you guys might be excited about, but it's going to be Swister Act 3. Oh, I oh love yeah, that. I could see you liking That's that cute. one too. That's definitely... So so Sister Act was actually one of those things that I watched during quarantine. I never, it you know, was one of those you, things I've heard about, but I've never seen it. You never watched then, it as you, a child? See, no, I thought you would because of your like because of your generation. Like, I thought you would have. I thought you would have said that no. when you said that. I thought, oh, that makes sense because I thought I bet you Curtis watched that when he was growing. When up. he was growing up. No, no. Huh. So it was one of those things. I watched them back to back one night. I loved them, um, and I know Whoopi has really pushed for a third one. And then this announcement kind of came out of nowhere. Um, so she signed on. She's actually going to be a producer with Tyler Tyler Perry, who yes. does a lot of funny stuff. So I can only imagine that it's just going to be, be an amazing. Yeah. Um, so another one, number four for me would be Pinocchio. Yes. yes. Which yes. is going to be a live action remake. Um, they did say Pinocchio is going to be brought to life with CGI. So I'm interested to see how that's mm-hmm. going to work out. And Tom Hanks is going to play yes, Geppetto. Exactly. Yeah, I think I think I'm in love. Anything that Tom Hanks touches, I I just I love. That wouldn't have been on my lucky. list, but with the Tom Hanks thing, it, like it, it was on my list for sure. Yeah, and you know we saw Tom Hanks bring Walt to life with Saving Mr. Banks, so I could just imagine it's going to be phenomenal, and that's going to be going right to Disney Plus. So well, and for me for Pinocchio, like really, I want to see what they do with Figaro. <laughs> and, and I mean, they, re- they they released some of the concept art, so you got to see what Figaro's going to look know. like. I know. So, so that's my thing. I'm like, ooh, I can't wait. There, there better be lots of Figaro in that, because Tom Hanks or nothing. If there's not a lot of Figaro in there, like, Carrie, it's be not like, a cat movie. This is, this is not, like, it's not all about the cat. <laughs> it's, I'm, whatever. If, if, if Figaro's just in it for like two seconds as CGI Figaro, I'm going to be like, no. You're not going to be happy with that's this. That's it. No. You're, yeah, I'll watch it and I'll be upset. <laughs> this is like Aristocats 2 with Pinocchio thrown in. If Carrie had her way, that's what it would be. It would be like Aristocats 2, <laughs> all about Figaro and a little Pinocchio. <laughs> what they'll do, what would make you like they'll have like, you know, in the in in the Pinocchio ride how like Figaro's like laying in his bed all tucked in like if if the whole movie has like just you know they glance over and he's tucked into a bed in the corner and then you don't see him in the rest of the movie I'm boycotting the movie I want Figaro he's cute he's like Minnie Mouse's BFF all the little kids know all about him all the little you know they know who Figaro is so he needs to be in the movie so I was I'm excited it actually was on my list because of Tom Hanks and because I was like ooh Figaro Figaro yes (laughs) yeah I'm I'm excited so my number, I guess that's number five, would be um, first ever. They're calling them uh, long-form comedy musical series. We're getting a Tiana, Princess Tiana series from Disney Animation. And we're also getting a Moana series from Disney Animation. So I kind of put those two together because I feel like they're very similar. Um, they did announce those are both coming out in 2023. And um, I don't know if you time. ladies watched like the Frozen short on disney plus the making of frozen i might have and like seeing how they animate and um you know 
make the story it, like the fact that they're making a long form series on these two princesses just yes. like the fact that they're doing that and like how long it's going to take and the like just i'm just i can't wait i loved moana i saw that in theaters um i loved tiana i think they're just going to be amazing and i hope they didn't make any announcements but i hope the cast comes back to reprise their roles in both both series and uh yeah i i can't wait i'm really i'm excited about that i love tiana moana i can't we saw Moana on the beach at the Polynesian as mm-hmm. part of the D23 event. Um, that I love Moana, but I think Tiana, by far, I'm so excited. They announced um, she's going to be like a, prin- a princess of a new land that we've never been introduced before. Her friends are going to come back. Um, lots of new music. And I'm sure the, mm-hmm. the people who wrote the music from the first movie will come back and you know write some new music. So I, I can't wait. That and, um, song "Dig a Little Deeper" is like on my all my playlists, regardless of whether it's like a Disney playlist or not. Like I just I love that song. I'm yeah, so it's, it's amazing. And then my last one is um, I don't know. This is like I I'm not I don't really know her backstory. I've never really watched the Clone Wars, but I'm really excited about the Ahsoka Star Wars series on Disney Plus. Mm. Um, it's going to be one of two spinoffs from the Mandalorian. Uh, so it's going to like take place within the same timeline and they'll kind of all three um, series will all intertwine and they're going to end with some big epic finale they announced. Um, but I'm just excited. I know she has such a, a huge following and it's kind of like the first female Star Wars story. Um, I'm really excited about that. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be a good one. I, I do have one bonus one. Ooh. It's not Disney. It's not Disney related, but um, because Disney now owns Hulu, um, I grew up watching American Horror Story, which is an anthology series. They announced that they're doing American Horror Stories, which is going to be like a 16 part, one hour standalone episode, touching based on different horror um, stories and myths and stuff like that and all like returning cast from previous ep- uh, seasons of American Horror Story are going to come back and play different characters so I'm really excited about that but as the title suggests they're like scary they are yeah I've never watched it <laughs> but yeah I'm, I'm I, these announcements like there's so many like you said at the beginning that you know we could talk for hours and I could talk about so many other ones but those are definitely like my top ones that I'm looking forward to wow and and see, it's funny. Like, Carrie, how many of those were on, like, I'm sure some were on your list. And them. I didn't yeah. number, so I don't know how many I have. I just kind of, but um, how many were, were on your list, Carrie? And yet my list has a whole bunch of different stuff. Yeah, I definitely have a bit more. <laughs> I have I have a few other things uh, highlighted, but not, not, too, not too much. Like, for me, I don't really, like... I'll give all those series a chance, but it's maybe our age and, you know, we grew up watching cartoons on Saturday afternoon that were half hour long. So, like, the series, I am I think it's cool that they're doing them, but I'm not necessarily excited about them. Like, I, I, I'm sure they'll be awesome and I'll give, them a, I'll give them a chance, but I don't get too excited about, like, 20-minute animated series. Like, I think it's cool they're doing a Cars 1, which yeah. I thought was cool, too. Um so yeah, I don't get too excited about about those ones. I'm glad they're doing it, and I and and yeah, if they're 
Maybe it's also from the, you know, we were older generation during the Renaissance and a, and a Aladdin 2 and a Little Mermaid 2 and a Little Mermaid 3 or whatever. The, however many they made for us was kind of like direct-to-video and we didn't, <laughs> we didn't really pay attention to them. And, and I sort of, maybe I have that kind of baggage when I think about Do you think it's, it's the binging too? The fact no, that the I little, just think, that no. doesn't bother you. No, I, I see, don't. See, I grew up. I grew up on the Disney Channel. They had like a Lilo and Stitch series. They yeah. had. Um, I think they had the Little Mermaid series. They had a few like of those series. So, like to me, that kind of brings back those childhood memories yeah, of sure. turning on Disney Channel. Um, and I know, like they said, long form. So I don't know if that's going to be like an hour long episode yeah. or what. Um, mm. But what also interests me is like I like how Disney Plus. They space their episodes out each week. So, um, you know, it'll, it'll be exciting. And I feel like it's going to have, like, the same quality as, like, a, 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 lo- a lo- um, animated movie. movie so. yeah. No, and I think they right. will, too. So. And that's why I'll give, I'll, like, I'll give them a chance and I'll, and I'll watch them. But, but, yeah, for me, I just don't get excited about it. Like, we didn't, I didn't watch Disney Channel. Like, the Disney Channel no. came about and we were already not watching... We watch we watch cartoons on Saturday afternoon and Flintstones at lunchtime. So so it's not really our thing. I think I can speak for both me and Fran in our age bracket. You yeah. know, we didn't we didn't and like Rescue Rangers and all that stuff. Like all those Disney half hour shows or whatever they were. They mm. we were. Oh, I watched you know. I watched some of them with my nephew. Like we mm. were we were big fans of the gummy bears. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we love the gummy bears. But you didn't mention um, Baymax and Zootopia Plus. Yeah, I so Baymax, yeah, I'm okay. Zootopia Plus, like I always think that's a movie they didn't do enough with. They could do so much with Zootopia, right? Because each of those, like that movie, they introduced like each of like the realms, like there was like the cold and the tropical. Um, but one thing I found interesting when Jennifer announced that is she talked about like they're going to be introduced in like a mini, like a mini TV show or something. Like mm-hmm. so, you think you can mm-hmm. dance? It's going to touch base with like the backup dancers and stuff like that so i I like that they're taking different approaches to each of these stories like they're yes they're making a series on baymax yes they're making a series on moana but they're also going to be totally different from one another yeah i'm really excited i'm excited about that one for sure okay carrie what what what's on your list that curtis didn't mention well why don't we well yeah i guess we can i thought we could maybe go through our list uh, together i think our lists are going to be very similar so well like let me see. <laughs> Let me look at my three pages of notes that I wrote. Oh my um, goodness! No, I didn't write that many notes. Just I, <laughs> yeah, you did. It's in a small book. It's a small book, so not full pages. Um, I the things that I have highlighted were the Jungle Cruise. What's your? Oh, my top one. The one that I What's the one your... that I got the most excited about. Yes, is a tie between probably the Little Mermaid live action and Lightyear. Really? Like, which I was surprised that you didn't. I thought you might say Lightyear too. I don't know why, Curtis. Maybe I'm thinking of um, another millennial that I'm closer to. See, <laughs> see, I have. I, I feel like I have Toy Story fatigue because there's been a lot of it in the last couple mm-hmm. of years. Um, mm. And I feel like there's so many other things that can, you know, that deserve some extra spotlight. But I mean, I don't know if you guys go, go on Twitter. Like you guys go on Twitter, but I don't know if you follow uh, Chris Evans, who's going to be voicing light year it's not it's not it has nothing to do with the toy it has to, it's like an origin story of light year the fighter pilot and what inspired the toy so they, they didn't make that clear during the announcement but afterwards no. when that was really you know i was very excited about that um but 
Okay, I'm excited about that now that I know what it is. I I actually just thought it was a toy, and I'm like, well, <laughs> hello, uh, and there and then there's no Tim Allen, so right, yeah. So I, I like was it. like, so I was like, but no, I'm like, not interested. Th- th- this is like an origin story of like an actual human that inspired Buzz the toy. Oh, now then, I'm excited. <laughs> like we have people in our lives that have inspired toys, so this is going to be like kind of a human that's in Andy's world that has inspired a toy line. That's pretty cool. Okay, I like that. Yeah. I, now I'm excited. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah. was it. And the, so the Little Mermaid live action and Lightyear. But I think like I already knew a lot about the Little Mermaid stuff. So I guess I probably say Lightyear would be my number one and, and Little Mermaid would be like my one my one B. Your one B? <laughs> yeah. Um, for, this, for the reasons, as Curtis noted, why Little Mermaid is exciting. Um, Pinocchio, uh, I already yeah. gave my two cents on that because I can't <laughs> wait to see what they do with Figaro. Um, the Jungle Cruise. Yeah. And only because like when we were at the D23 Expo, uh, I was like not impressed with Jungle Cruise. And then when they showed us the, the tidbits back then, the sneak peeks, I was like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I was like... Yeah. hating on it like two minutes ago and now i'm like i love the jungle cruise i love like the you know they throw the rock into well, everything right and then mm-hmm. i'm like the rock really whatever i was like so why can't they leave attractions alone why whatever and then they did then the rock came out and emily blunt came out or is that who it is and no is that who's yeah yeah that's yeah yeah i thought so I, I said it and then i thought am i saying the wrong thing and then i was like screaming like <laughs> i love you dwayne the rock johnson <laughs> And meanwhile, like two minutes before, I'm like, they best be leaving. They best be leaving this attraction alone. Like, I can't imagine what they're going to do. And then I was like, oh, that's what they're doing. So I'm really excited to see what happens in the end because often, like, what they tell you in the very beginning, um, is not what like when you get the very very first sneak peeks. They what happens in the end isn't always what you get. Like, it's not what they've told you three years ago. And in this case, like they showed us quite a bit with the Jungle Cruise. So I think well, I when a you good saw, idea. when you saw that when you went to the expo, Jungle Cruise was already in post production. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. it was actually supposed to come out this past June or July 2020. Mm-hmm. But because of COVID and the movie theaters being closed, they've pushed it to next year because they want it to be like that new franchise, kind of like Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, mm-hmm. we keep seeing this in the parks where. Original attractions are now inspiring. Uh, or, yeah, original attractions are now inspiring movie franchises. So I'm really excited to see what they do with the Jungle Cruise, and I'm sure I'm sure it's going to be an amazing film. Yeah. Oh, for I'm sure. I'm looking forward to that one. You like, know I what? Think in the, sorry. Uh, what were you sorry. Neither one of you. I'm like so disappointed how far into the to the podcast we are, and neither one of you have even like skimmed over like the big announcement. Indiana Jones. Hello. <laughs> I've been thinking, can I joke about it or should I just leave it for a friend to have as her number one? <laughs> Isn't it so like not only is it another Indiana Jones, it's another Indiana Jones with the man himself. Yep. Beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. I, I, I can't wait. I have for I have uh I have a little uh I've never seen them. <gasps> Oh, Curtis, like, you know, I have a you confession. Know, I've never. Well, you've made Fran watch oh Hocus gosh. Pocus. You it, better watch yeah. Indiana Jones. <laughs> if I watch I Hocus seen... Pocus, you need to watch Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> I think I've seen the first one, but uh, Long time I haven't ago? seen them all. I think you would remember if you'd seen the first one. 
Like you just you have to watch. There there is nobody like an indie. Oh my gosh! Like there's just nobody like him. He's just yeah. He's gonna be like a hundred years old by the time the movie comes out, but he's still fabulous. <laughs> I'll I give like it a when... try after I. After... Go on. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say after my Christmas movie marathon, I'll I'll give Indiana Jones a try. Oh, you need to. He's just yeah, fabulous. For sure. He is. When when they were doing when they were talking about Indiana Jones at the beginning, I was I'm excited about Obi Wan Kenobi too. I think that'll be uh, something to look forward to. I think that'll yeah, be very cool. I don't like all those movies. You know the ones in the middle, the Star Wars ones in the middle. I don't like them. I just I never liked them. I saw them once. I took my nephew and I. We went to a theater on opening night for one of the first ones and lined up it wasn't in a good neighborhood we were there at midnight with everybody (laughs) in their in their full star wars garb it was very scary uh but he wanted to go so but i didn't like any of those movies but i'm very excited for ewan mcgregor i love him i think that's what's gonna make it i think it'll be great it will so i'm looking forward to that one but it's not on my list i was it's a, no, okay. So what I else? Feel that, I don't feel that I can, you know, talk about Star Wars is in any. Well, you could. It's a super duper fan. So yeah. Um, I like that. I thought it was neat that they're bringing back the Mighty Ducks. That's kind of cool. Okay, Throwback. that's on my list. The yeah, isn't that amazing? Yeah, I think. See, that's, that's cool. one that I just, I just was like, okay. Yeah, I, I'm I just not think- a fan. I, I, I've tried watching the movie. I'm not a fan. Um, my I'm not necessarily a fan either, but I had a nephew, like I had like my niece and nephew that would have been, that would have been there. I was definitely not a Mighty Ducks fan back then, but because it's of that generation, oh, I, I think it's kind of neat, like all those years later to see what they can do, the humor and making it relevant with the kids nowadays, right? Like I can, I can imagine how funny it will be and relevant to the kids now where with the jokes and, and yeah. just how things are with kids technology. And I think that's going to be fun. I think that's going to be a fun one. Mm, I'm trying to think. Oh, and I Disenchanted. Love Did you have, you would have Disenchanted on your I list. I right? Oh, Disenchanted was like right up there with Indiana Jones. I loved that. I loved Enchanted. And this just, oh my gosh. Like I pretty can't much wait to all they said at the, in the call was like Disenchanted and Amy Adams returns and everybody. And would more, just and like, more music than the first one. Yeah. They said that as well. Yeah. And that's which awesome. is funny because you know me in musicals. Although I can't say that I don't like musicals because so many of the movies I like are musicals. Uh, it's just certain ones maybe I don't like. But I love that that movie. I loved all the songs. Yeah, it's fantastic. And Alan Minkin, who wrote the songs for the first movie, he's coming back to write the sec- the, the songs for the second. So it's so exciting. You know? it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to that. Everything seems so long, like, so far off, though. So that's the one thing. But really, it isn't when you think about it. I know. Like, but I guess this year flew by. And, like, the good thing is with these being released on Disney+, Plus, they have a lot, probably, they probably have a lot more flexibility as to when they release them. Like, you know, as soon as they finish post-production, they don't have to wait till a competitor's movie is out of the theaters or whatnot, right? So, right. And so, they seem to want to keep it going, right? Like that's how you keep monthly subscriptions is is releasing new things right. every month and and showing the value every month. So hopefully, well, that's... it seems like every Friday there's always something new. So yeah, what did you guys think of the the Pixar future releases other than Lightyear, Luca? There was the turning red. red. 
turning red. red. That one sounds. That one. That one looks that, fun. That looks. <laughs> she fun. gets excited and she turns into a red panda. <laughs> no, that looks a lot of fun. It does. See, I, for me, for Pixar, like, I seem to judge them before I even know anything about them, and then I'll watch them and I'll love them. Like I remember doing that with Coco, um, and a few other ones. So I kind of just don't watch any trailers or anything and I'll just watch it when it comes out. Like I know soul, I haven't really watched anything and that's mm-hmm. coming out on Christmas. I can't wait so, for that. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah. That I always, awesome. I always seem to think that I'm not going to like the Pixar movies, but then I end up liking them and loving them. And you know? don't, don't you find with with Pixar, they're like, like, like you hear what they're about and you're like, what? Like, and, and you're, and it's kind of confusing. You can't imagine what, it'll, what, it, what it will end up being. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, you don't like you. I don't really watch a lot of spoilers or whatever. And then when you watch it, you're so amazed and surprised at right. what it turned into be. Like I remember seeing Coco, like tell them telling us about Coco, and I'm like, this sounds so sad. Like, yeah. I <laughs> like it sounds like a very sad movie. And when I and I never watched it when it first came out, and when I did, it's like one of my favorites. Like I love Coco. I love Mama Coco. I uh, the music, everything <laughs> about it. I watch it over and over again. I probably cry every time at the end because I have a thing for grandmas, <laughs> and and it's. it's it's like it makes me sad and but I watch it and I love it and I sing along and I remember thinking wow like that's taking like that seems to me you know I know it's about you know it whatever it's not I just a think nice topic <laughs> it's it's talking about 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 your family that's died and and I know it's about honoring them and remembering them and all that stuff but, but I was so like great but I was like wow and then I watched it and I was like oh this is on the top of my of my list but I really knew nothing about it and 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 you and with this like a kid turning into a panda even with inside out right like inside thinking out, when they when talked they, about that yeah, and like it's inside say. somebody's like it, the thoughts in somebody's head like what the heck are they gonna it do it makes no sense and then you see how it comes together in the movie and i'm thinking they should make eight sequels to this of different people's heads yeah <laughs> yeah inside out and even like honestly though luca seems sort of like a more of a normal storyline like it's about a boy and his friend or whatever so then you think well there's mm-hmm. got to be more to it because pixar usually talks about girls that turn into pandas when they get excited or, <laughs> or what about doug days yeah that'll be cool from up? not bad for a dog we're we're in like the whole new era of <laughs> when you think about it, like we they have a new um vice president, Pete Doctor, I think that's his title. Um so, you know, there's all these new projects that might not have happened if we had someone else. Um so I'm excited. Um I do have to say, um I was hoping for an announcement when it came to at the D twenty three last year they announced uh Monsters at Work, which was supposed to be like a Monsters Inc. T V series and we didn't hear anything. So I'm hoping that, you know, no, no news is good news. Um, so that's, that's, I'm hoping for that. Yeah, hopefully soon. that's, maybe that's in the works and it's going to be like one of the surprise. I feel like they, they announce stuff, but then they also want to give you a little surprise every once in a while. Like something you weren't, you forgot about or you weren't expecting or whatever. And then all of a sudden, boom, it's, there it is on Disney Plus. Like maybe but that's. Right. I think it's a lot of, they also, like, we know we with Disney, we, we, they tell us when they're ready to tell us too. So then I wonder more, is there something else behind the scenes that's changing or different or whatever? Like there's been like, 
there's been, I guess, a few things that they've announced that didn't come to fruition where they publicly put it out. There's definitely lots of stuff that's changed over the years. Like, I think the Good Dinosaur changed drastically. I think mm-hmm. Inside Out probably changed drastically from the very first snippets when they showed us, like, sketches on a napkin or whatever. But, like, they, like, they, uh, do you think they're playing it extra safe? Like, Maybe. there's probably quite a few things that they, that they didn't talk about yesterday or the day before that have been announced before. Like we were talking before the call about Lizzie McGuire, right? They announced mm-hmm. that that was a huge, huge thing. Is Curtis, is that officially canceled? Like, do you know? I, I, there's, there's been no confirmation, but I mean, I think, I feel like it was probably supposed to be premiered by now, but who knows? So no. I don't that, know if they're, it, it'll be interesting to see how, how it all kind of plays out. And if these things do come to fruition, if they announce little cancellations sort of, or they just don't yeah, say anything. Yeah, and I mean, like, I don't want to, I don't want to sound greedy because we're getting amazing content. <laughs> but there's a few things that you know. I mean, I guess we just got to get used to things can change overnight. Yeah. Well, so. and I would think like if I think of like going to the expo and and sitting and listening to them do all this stuff, like they would always talk about the big things, right? The big the fo- the feature length mm-hmm. and the. And all of these little things that they're giving us, all these pluses, like, that's way, 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 way more than, like, talk about adapting to the times and, and, and oh. direct to consumer and do and doing what they need to do and doing what they need to give us, like, giving us what we need. Um, yeah. Because that seems to, like, they've seriously adapted to all of that stuff. They've and maybe, been who knows, masters like, at Disney changing Plus direction. Just, just opened it, like, it was, that was when they... Like at the last D23, that was the big thing, right? Everybody was signing up for it. So maybe the next D23 would be different. But yeah, like the what they've offered is night and day different yeah. to what we were used to them. So yeah, much it's more amazing. Stuff. It's amazing how much they've changed and, and they've just sort of rolled with the with all of this COVID stuff going on and changed direction. And, and we're still getting so much great Disney content. Like Disney Plus, it just, yeah, it's all happy stuff. It's all good stuff. Although, except you can't seem to get, Carrie's excited about everything, but then you mentioned the dog and the dog show and she's like, yeah, okay. I'm not, I'm not, like, I'm not you, happy you, about everything. Can't... I told you I'm not too hot on all these series. <laughs> what uh, about, what about um, the new John Stamos series? A big shot. Yeah, that looks really so sure. he's like some big powerful um basketball coach and I don't even like basketball but I love John Stamos. <laughs> and so and then he gets sent to a girls high school to coach. Yeah. How fantastic is that? It looks cute. Yeah, you certainly were not over the moon about I'm that. I'd be like, so I'm, excited I'm definitely about that. like generally I don't steer towards like tweeny things. Or or series. What are you talking like tweeny that? things? It's John Stam like John Stamos. It's like saying you know Harrison Ford, like you, you Emilio Estevez. Like those guys are just going to carry these things, right? Yes, they will. I'm with Carrie on this one. <laughs> oh Why don't so, Fran? Did you have anything else on your list? Anything that I didn't have? Well, I well, Big Shot. I had okay. You yeah. know the other one? There's this. Um, None. Neither one of you talked about, and I can't believe that I'm going to say this, but I don't know what's happened to me in quarantine. I think it started with penguins, uh, but the National Geographic stuff that's coming out. Yeah, I like. I I seriously wrote it like I wrote down a watch list when I like I have that on a different page. I wasn't sure we were talking about it, but the National Geographic channel. It's it's going to be over the top. Are amazing. Like the Secrets of Wales. 
I, I don't know why. Maybe it's my penguin, the, the penguin stuff that I, and now I'm like in the whales, um, a real bug's life. And then the stuff with Will Smith. So I'm not even a big Will Smith fan, but welcome to earth. And it's him doing like different things in the world. Like it's just, it, oh my gosh, it just, it all looks so awesome. And it's all like nature stuff. And I'm not like a nature, like you don't, I'm not hiking. I'm not a nature person. If I can drive there, (laughs) that's how I get there. But it all, but I can now watch nature from my couch in my TV and still love the penguins, the whales, the dolphins, all that stuff from afar. I don't need to go swimming to see them. See, for me, I feel like, um, and I had this conversation with my friend that I was FaceTiming, um, but I feel like National Geographic to me is becoming a little too, a little too storytelly. You know, a lot of the stuff they announced were like telling stories, like reminding me a lot of like the Disney nature films, yes. which when I think of Nat- National Geographic, I don't think of that. So that's where I was kind of turned off. But, you know, I'll still give it a try, like mm-hmm. especially like the real bugs life and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But that, that's like, kind of where I was at with those announcements. Yeah, like I like the Disney nature stories. I think those I, I don't know. They just I, t- I learn stuff from them and I, and I don't realize I'm learning. And I know, like, you're sick of hearing about the penguins, but if you haven't watched the penguins on Disney Plus, you got to go watch them. It's like, I want a penguin. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I find for me, like, when it comes to stuff I watch on TV, is I, I'm not the type to just watch something to watch something. So I watch something that comes with a strong recommendation, somebody that knows me. Or something that, yeah. like, maybe I'm out of tune and, and, like, this. there's the hottest series on and I'm the last one to find out about it. I watch, that's how I watch things or I watch documentaries. Like, I can, I love watching documentaries and anything like that. And I'll turn something like that on because it's a topic that interests me. But I won't just turn on a random thing on, on any of those channels because I don't want to watch something for like two and a half hours or two hours and realize I didn't like it or whatever. I wasted my time or whatever. You, know you can turn so, them off, right? I know. Like if you start watching. For sure. But then you go on to the next one and you go on to the next one. Like, so seriously, like I'm not even joking. Like I don't watch anything. I don't, I don't ever randomly go on and just like try to find something to watch. Like people will, I put stuff in my watch list. I ask my sister what she's watching. People say, Oh, you got to watch this. And then I watch it. So, but, but when it comes to like that documentary type genre, like if I was going to randomly look for something, I go straight to the, like on Netflix and even on Disney plus, like I've barely, I've, I've watched the odd old, old movie like that I wanted to rewatch, but I've only watched the new stuff. Like I've only watched Mm. the brand new content because like the Imagineering story and things like that. Like that's what I love to watch. And I'm not going to go on and watch like, a, like watch stuff I've watched. I've, I've watched the penguins cause you told me to, I've watched it probably, <laughs> I watched it at least once, maybe twice. Cause it was funny. But, um, so that's why I was excited about the national geographic. Cause it kind of gives mm-hmm. me like, I know I can go to, like if I go to Disney plus and I want to watch something, I, you'll scroll forever trying to figure out which movie you want to rewatch. And I just go straight to the National Geographic yeah. section. If I've already watched, caught up on all of the other new things, like the Pixar story or Imagineering well, or whatever. We also didn't talk about Three Men and a Baby. Yeah. The, 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 see. I, I have no idea what that's about. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. So, Three Men and a Baby was was really, really long time ago. And I love Tom Selleck. And it's quite funny because it, was, it wasn't it was too long ago. Like, maybe last month, I rewatched it. 
Um, and I loved that movie when it came out. It was like, it probably came out around the time of like Footloose. Well, this uh, is. <laughs> and it was that kind of genre. Like it was that. It's cheese. It's just cheese. It's but just this cheese. is fast forwarding to 2020, where Three Men and a Baby is remade and Zach Efron is the lead. <laughs> exactly. Zach Efron but- is our, is our, uh, but you think they'll bring back like well, who was it? It was it was Tom Hanks and um, Steve Gutenberg yep. and the other guy from Cheers. Um, I can't remember his name, but they were they were funny. Oh, Ted Danson. Ted Danson. That's it. And yeah, mm-hmm. so now it's Zac Efron. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that down. I'm like three men Come and on. a baby. Zac you, Efron. I think I'm more interested to see what they do with it then I am thinking it's going to be a fantastic movie. Like, I'm, I'm more thinking, how on earth, like, what are they going to remake? Is she all grown up or something? Or is this a new They're baby? they probably or... retell the story with different people, maybe. Or maybe. Put, like, put a modern swing on it. With all of these ones they're remaking... Like they're doing cheaper by the dozen. That's that. If there was right. any of those ones that are remade that I'm, that I would be most excited of would be the cheaper by the dozen. I think that'll be really cool. But they're just like it's. They'll just tell it a different way or tell it the Maybe. same way, but but update it a little bit. I was surprised because I thought Zac Efron was doing. Um, like is maybe I've got the wrong young actor but i thought <laughs> he was like doing a lot he... of stuff on youtube where he's like traveling the world and like and and promoting like you know wasn't he of... high school musical dude yeah yeah he was yeah, yeah. so i was a little yeah. like if, if it's the same one i was surprised that, that he was in three men and a little baby and a baby <laughs> because i thought he was like kind of you know going a different way but but um well, I think I think that was all sort of on my list, but I will say that the three of us are probably in trouble from our very good. That's friend. what I was going to say next. We better talk about Jamie. Yeah, our, our oh, friend, yeah. our friend Not Jamie. Jamie. We better talk about Marvel. No, but our friend Jamie is is going to be mad at all three of us if we get all the way through this and none of us say, oh, "I'm really excited wrote, about all the Marvel I wrote, stuff." I wrote it down. I wrote yeah. a Marvel thing down that I wanted to bring up. Isn't that funny <laughs> that we all know that we have to? We all had to have Marvel Marvel on our list, or else and not just Jamie. We would be in the doghouse generally with a lot of people. I think we, we would be. We would be. But our friend Jamie Marvel. is like over the top Marvel fan, and you know she's always yelling at me that she I haven't watched them. Me. <laughs> She, she was messaging me during the panel, and she was so excited. Yeah. Um, but for me personally, if you don't mind me going first. No, go um, ahead. Me being, me, me being the Christmas guy, Guardians of the Galaxy oh, yeah. holiday special. <laughs> it's not going to be animated. It's going to be like an actual live-action holiday special. Uh, they said they're going to film it during the filming of the third Guardians of the Galaxy. So, you know, I, I can't wait. And I was also very happy that they announced that they will not be recasting Black Panther. Yes. I was very happy to hear that too. Yeah. So those were like my two big takeaways. Um, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan and I know they are filming the third movie right now, but they didn't really announce anything. Um, but, but I'm definitely, definitely those were my two big takeaways from all the announcements. I think by default, the guardians, uh, guardians three and guardians, uh, Halloween special have to be my favorite because I'm really not in the it's a Christmas much. special. Oh, yeah, Christmas special. I'm not much in the loop with with these for this franchise, so I think I have to pick that because that's the one I'm most familiar with. But um, <laughs> I like the WandaVision. Like, WandaVision looks, like, awesome. That like, looks incredible. That I could get into. So I would say WandaVision. I think just generally Marvel has it together. Like, the, their announcements were awesome. Like, they, like all this stuff has been long 
most of the stuff has been long in the works and announced way back when and then and then they've um like they've been able to work on it i guess i guess a lot of it is is digital and mm-hmm. and whatever so it's allowed them to to keep working i just so. find the marvel franchise so overwhelming it's almost like one of those things that if you didn't get on the train at the beginning, like you've missed the train. Like I, I don't even know where to start. And, and people are like, well, I can give you a list of the order to watch them in. But it's too, it's too much. Like it's too, when I see the list, it's like if I'm not going to watch 35 movies, don't bother. <laughs> It's right? not even the movies. Everything, all the, everything moving, everything is intertwined. Like even yeah, the series, the right? Yeah, everything's going to be intertwined. So I, I'm kind of like, I, I don't know that I have the time to invest to do all 35 or whatever I need to do. Like, I'd love to just watch one and see if I like it. But it, but it's so overwhelming that I'm almost rebelling against it now. So I mean, if, I guess you could watch Avengers Endgame, which is kind of like the finale of Phase 3 of Marvel. Um, would I understand it if it. I haven't watched the other stuff? I think so. I think you'd get a taste of kind of what's going on um i think i think if you wanted to start that's where i would probably start but i was kind of like those ones i saw all the movies in the movie theater as they came out because i think the first movie came out in like 2008 i think was like iron man i think that was the very first one um but yeah i definitely have lost my touch when it comes to marvel i haven't seen everything but i'm excited there was a lot of announcements like i think they announced like 10 new shows or something on top of the ones we already knew about it's pretty crazy. And I'm thinking, like, I haven't started the first. I, so I've got to watch at least one to see. Because I feel like it's one of those things that if I if I watch one and I'm, like, in love with it, then I'll start watching all the others. But I think with my theory of, like, y- you know they're good. Like, generally, most of it is r- really good. It's entertaining. You know, there's mm. a humongous fandom. So you, like, it's not like you're going... Yeah. You know what you're getting into. I think it's a time thing at this point. It's a time thing. It's not thing whether we're going to like it or we're whatever. It's the fact that we need to we like and I know I've had friends that have have uh, highlighted the ones you need to watch. Like you can skip these ones like but these are the ones you need to watch to kind of get into the groove and I have that list. Um, it's still so and I've watched wrong. a few of them, but it's I think it's a time thing. It's not so much that we're worried yeah. that we're not going to like it. It's that, you know, it's it's and then you feel like a cotton-headed ninny mugging because you haven't you, you're the you're the you're the kid that doesn't know what anybody's talking about. <laughs> the cotton-headed ninny muffin <laughs> mugging. Elf. I've never heard that one before. You need to watch Elf. It's like the best Christmas it's movie ever. Elf. Oh my gosh, I've never seen that. That's a Christmas movie. What? You know me in Christmas. It's hilarious. It, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's not one of the Hallmark movies my sister makes me watch. Elf and uh, and Muppets Christmas. Okay. And that's it. That's my Christmas. That's all you need. That's all you need in your playlist. Well, I think, we, I think we did justice to these announcements, don't you? I think we covered a yeah. good variety. I'm glad we invited Curtis. <laughs> Me too, because we wouldn't have touched on most of the stuff. We would have been like, Mighty Ducks, Enchanted. (laughs) We're done. And what I like about all these announcements is now we can kind of, you know, think, like, what are they going to do? Because, like, Disenchanted, like, if it says, like, Disenchanted, that means it must be, like, you know, something bad must must Mm -hmm. happen. Um, So I'm I'm looking forward to... 
It's so exciting. I just have yeah. to remember all this stuff, which is why I was glad I kept some better notes this time. Right. And I will link to, to the um, to the announcements in the show notes so people can go check it out themselves. It's a three and a half hour presentation that, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. It, it was called Disney Investor Day. And I did make note that the CFO, so the chief financial officer, uh, didn't start talking until almost three hours in. To a three and a half hour presentation. Mm-hmm. So the actual financials <laughs> only made up 30 minutes. <laughs> only Disney can do it that way and bring so much excitement to us all. So it's very cool. And there was a whole bunch of ESPN stuff. But, you know, I, I don't I don't imagine that I have a whole bunch of, of listeners that are um, really enthralled with ESPN. Maybe let me know if if we've got, you know, ESPN people. Uh, but lots of football stuff. <laughs> coming and lots of sports stuff on espn yay so yay okay so guys i think we did it we did a fantastic job yes and i'm very glad we brought curtis for this one but it's this it's that time of the week now again where you share your pixie dust something that made you happy just anything at all curtis as our guest why don't you go first uh so this week i'm very excited because um, Shop Disney, this past weekend, they dropped the Walt Disney and Sleeping Beauty Castle Funko Pop, and I managed to get one, and it came yesterday or the day before, and it was, it's absolutely beautiful, and it's probably, like, the best Funko Pop I've ever owned. And nice. As you've probably seen on Fran's uh, post on Pixie Dust Fan, she's also started a collection of pop, so, you know. Yes, thanks to you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I'm the culprit. Um, she keeps teasing about it, but I'm the culprit. <laughs> That's a great yeah, Funko. Re- yeah, it's no, beautiful. it's beautiful. Definitely one I'll have for forever. Nice. Oh, Carrie, what's your pixie dust this week? My pixie dust is is um, that it's a silly one because I was struggling this week because at work <laughs> it's like budget deadlines. There's two weeks before the break, and I'm like uh, not doing too much not going too far just trying to get all my work done so that I can have a break and get ahead and whatever so I decided my pixie dust is that last week they had that Bath and Body Works annual candle sale <laughs> and that's a good and one I, and but I have reason as to why it's my pixie dust because I was worried during the due to the climate of of everything in the world that maybe they wouldn't have candle day because candle day is the day that you get your candles for 50% off and those candles are expensive. So I thought, Oh my goodness, am I going to have to stock up on my annual supply of bath and body works candles and only get 25% off or 30% off? Am I really going to get, and I was waiting and black Friday came and I was like, Oh, I think I'm going to wait because I could probably save two more dollars a candle. (laughs) And yes, they had, they did, they didn't have just candle day. They had candle weekend. So nice. Candle Weekend came about and I was able to stock up on my candles uh, for the whole year. I, st- and I bought a few for a friend. I've got to drop them off at her house. Um, and the reason why I buy the candles is because I like I burn them in my basement where my litter boxes are. <laughs> That's smart. <laughs> and, and I burn and so I burn them sort of in the basement. And basements, you know, smell like basements too, right? So so I will um, I have a whole year of, of trying to keep my basement a little fresher smelling. <laughs> <laughs> not because you know i I, bur- I burn them anywhere else in my house that's 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 sad seriously that's... i candle days so i can burn candles around my cat's litter boxes so they have the ambiance of uh cinnamon cinnamon scents and whatever 
just for our re- our listeners, you don't leave them unattended, right, Carrie? That's right. I don't leave them unattended. So. <laughs> well, that see. So that's I was excited that I got my candles for the year because they cost like twenty five dollars a candle. So one candle day, they're like half price. So nice. See, so, see? that's it. That's all that's- I got. But that's good. It made you happy. It did make me happy, yes. So I guess that's my pixie dust, by definition. There you go. And what about you, Miss Fran? So it's funny, because we were just talking about how I can't find the time to sit down and watch Marvel movies, but I did Mm -hmm. find the time last week to find this TV show that I used to watch in the 80s. (laughs) In the 80s. So I don't know, Amazon Prime, I, I love Disney+. Plus. But on Amazon Prime, I found there was this show in the 80s called Hunter. And it was a cop show. And it was two cops. It was a female and a male. They were partners. And Dee Dee McCall was like the the, the the baddest female cop you've ever seen until Cagney and Lacey came along. And her partner, Hunter, uh, was played by Fred Dreyer. He was a big, tall football player. He was just, and he was like the coolest cat in town. And my dad and I loved this show. We would watch it together all the time and we would try to figure out who the bad guy was or the murderer or whatever uh, at the beginning. And I always wanted to be Dee Dee and I wanted to marry someone like Hunter. And I found this show on Amazon Prime last week and I sat and watched like four episodes in a row and I was just in heaven. It was like the best thing ever. I'm going to tell you, you sent me a snip of the. So when you were watching it, you sent me a snip of the screen. And as soon as you sent that snip of the screen, I was like, oh, my goodness. I watched that show, too. I so remember it. So I watched one of the episodes. And the funniest thing is, so like, I don't what year is that? Like, I was trying to it's figure out. It's in the what, 80s. Early in the 80s. early 80s, probably. Yeah. yeah. So I haven't watched. And I, and I can't believe that I was allowed, like probably allowed to watch it. Oh, it was like, a bit really? racy. Yeah. Because it was, it was racy for the time. But I remember watching it. Absolutely watching yeah. it. And and I watched that first episode. And no joke, like, haven't watched it since I was probably like eight. Do, 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 Like, I knew the music to the, to the, like, I'm singing along. And I haven't, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, something that I would have never, ever, 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 ever in a million years even have it cross my mind again. Yeah. Except for you sent me the screenshot. And I'm like. Oh my goodness, I so and remember that. So and then watch the first episode and at the end when it's done and it's and it's singing the music and I knew I could sing I didn't even I could sing along to it and I I knew yeah. the I knew the melody. Yeah. That's amazing. And his tagline was it works for me. And right. every time they'd say to him to do something and he'd go works for me. He was like I'm the coolest cat around. Don't watch it. So You're Yeah, so be- I, yeah, don't watch it cuz it, it's cheesy. It's 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 not even good like it's but it's so fabulous. Um, so that was my pixie dust. It was finding Hunter on TV. Maybe that was my pixie dust too. You <laughs> See, I brought it back for Hunter. you. <laughs> Will I watch another episode? Probably, Probably not, not. But it was very interesting. There you go. Well, thank you guys so much. I have no idea. Curtis, you're going to have to just watch a little one. Watch one episode just to see what we're talking about. Don't. Oh my gosh. Um, you guys have been awesome. This has been a great episode. So thank you so much. Curtis, we're going to have to have you back on again. Mr. Curtis has promises. Took y'all summer. <laughs> thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, the best way you can support us is to tell people about it. Share it online and tell your friends and family. We really appreciate the support. Until next time, remember, you are never too old to be young. 
Chase your dreams and design your own happily ever after. <laughs>